Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome to the podcast by Ijoma. Always a pleasure to have your audience. This is Ijoma Okori. Thank you for coming back to my podcast. If this is your first time here, welcome, welcome, welcome. This is a podcast that was initiated um, with the main purpose of preaching the gospel to the world and bringing God's people to fulfilling their destinies. If you're new here, like I said earlier, you are welcome have a great time i'm excited today because today's our third um anniversary and it's been three years of god's grace three years of god's favor three years of god's love three years of starting this podcast and (laughs) I, i mean at first when i started i didn't know how far the podcast would go but god has really just shown me that he is faithful he is faithful because it's it's even beyond me and beyond what i ever imagined and i'm grateful that you know he has brought you here to listen today and um he will bless you as he has brought you let us pray father we thank you for everything you've done thank you for this podcast and how far you've brought us father we pray that as many as are listening today to this topic father that you touch their hearts that you teach them yourself that you would take all the glory that every single thing that they learn from this podcast that they would implement in their lives in jesus precious name we pray amen okay so today's topic woman evolve into purpose and i'm and i'm sorry i tagged the woman if you're a man listening doesn't mean that you know it's for only women i'm just <laughs> i was i just think that you know it's specific to women because i don't know maybe because i'm a woman or something but the idea is not just for only women you, men can also partake of you know the lessons from this um this podcast but anyway women woman evolve into purpose is the thing is as i i am i am my birthday is coming my birthday is actually today as the way you listen to this podcast is my birthday <laughs> so and the podcast started on my birthday so that's what makes it the anniversary three years ago but that's not the point the point is that you know when our birthdays draw closer people always try to reflect when people reflect on their lives is either on birthdays or on days that you know or maybe on new year new year like a beginning of a new year or the beginning of a new month the beginning of a new quarter or the beginning of something so at the beginning of something just like in the beginning of a new term or the beginning of a new semester a student would always reflect you know set goals for themselves okay how did i do last semester you know are there changes that i could make you know to my reading habits to my studying habits you know to the way i listen in class is there something i could do about the way i copy my notes or something like that so just you know trying to assess themselves you know the examiner will access you but you will also access yourself as a student you would also look at the things you did we look at things you did not do we look at things that worked for you look at that did not work for you and try to you know adjust yourself so that you can do better in the next semester same with birthdays 
is you know when it's drawing closer to our birthdays we always you know look back at the previous year and the previous birthdays and say okay how far have i come from achieving my goals and the same thing with new year too because it's the beginning of something new so there's always you know many people do new res- new year resolutions and all of that just to um assess themselves of the previous you know year or the previous you know month and just you know set new goals you know to go further and you know just be a better um um, and a more productive person so the same thing happened you know and i was just reflecting i said okay so how you know have i you know evolved and this topic dropped you know in my spirit woman evolve into purpose and i realized that a lot of people hmm, are not entirely sure of, of of what this purpose thing means I feel maybe the maybe the purpose maybe someone was saying the word has been bastardized. I don't know if I would use the word bastardized. I would just use that people don't really have a full understanding. And I'm and I'm saying and I'm not saying this you know as you know saying oh I I I hundred percent know everything about purpose. No, I'm saying this because you know I feel like that we have limited ourselves to thinking purpose is a particular thing. Maybe when you you know you've grown up, you've not had you know you've 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 become people like and I'm going to mention names of women of God who I really really look up to and who are strong women. Maybe maybe um Pastor Sarah Jakes or Stephanie you know ik or maybe um if we come to nigeria mommy Tomi adisa or pastor ddk and there are a lot of women like that who are like seriously fulfilling purpose and we look at them and i'm not saying it's bad to look at them it's very great to have mentors and to look up to people i personally look up to these guys as well so you know we look up to these people mommy um 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 and these guys are doing purpose and are happy and when we think like okay so you know purpose is when we get to that place you know when we now get there we'll now start doing purpose <laughs> and maybe so maybe i'm not saying i'm not trying to like you know laugh at you or something or just mock you because it's it is it is not um uncommon for you know want to have these thoughts but is it is it is a restriction and it's a limitation of what purpose really is it's not just something that you become one day you know in the future somewhere at the top where you now finally have that money you finally have that prayer life where you finally have you know that thing that you know you just have it now you are now doing purpose because you now have it you finally have that grade you finally have that salary you finally have that business you finally have that thing all solved together you finally got to marry you finally have your kids you finally you know open that orphanage you know you start having charity organizations different different ngos you're finally doing ministry all over the world you're finally you know, you know that's not pop i mean that could that in you know is what you know entails purpose, but that's not the whole of purpose like that could not even be your own purpose yeah like oh people are different god created all of us for his glory but in as much as God did that, the path to fulfilling that purpose will be different. There are no two people who have the same fingerprints. Because everybody has a different destiny. Yeah, so... And even at that, so that's not even what purpose entails. Purpose is the whole process. So I have a... I have a let me go back to my notes where I jotted, you know, some things down. I have a list right here. 
of what purpose entails. Purpose is the whole process. Purpose is not just that end, that end result. Purpose is starting from the beginning, the beginning. So I have five key notes, you know, in the discovery of purpose. Number one, the realization of the vision. So the first step to take in discovering purpose or in fulfilling purpose is to realize the purpose <laughs> or to realize the vision. I put vision there because, you know, is a very, very, you know, clear term to use to describe, you know, purpose. There's always a vision. There's always a vision, you know, what is it that God has laid in your heart to do? What do you have what what are you inspired to do you know what are you inspired to do there's always a vision yeah so you know um and i I like to use this story to explain what i mean i'm going to use the story of king david and i'm going to say how there was a vision for a king there was a need for a king you know we all know the story of how Saul came to be king the children of Israel said they wanted a king so they became a need so that vision arises from a need you know there's always a need so after that need comes there's now a vision to the vision the vision is birthed from a need praise the lord is birthed from a need for example um, you see that something is something is people who join politics for really you know a great not just people who want to go go there and take money and put in their pocket for selfish purposes but people who actually you know want to join politics to you know make a change in the society they see a need praise the lord there's always they always see a need so they see a need there's something that is wrong you know in that situation and then the vision is birthed if there's no need there will not be a vision hallelujah so i mean these are just the steps and this thing can happen at any time you don't have to get to 50 years or 25 years or 30 years or have xyz in your bank account or to start seeing a need in the society praise the lord i was moved to study law this one is my own inspiration story now i start to inspire <laughs> when i was a child of course like the whole aesthetics of being a lawyer wearing the white and black you know say my lord my lord all those things you know kind of drew me as well but i also saw a need i also saw that need to be to be to have a just society to have a society that is you know that where, where law and justice reigns like it is a norm you know where i was moved like i had a need there was this urgency inside of me like i started you know just trying to understand the system of government i was just moved it was my passion you know then i saw a need you know then a vision was so i can be a lawyer a vision was birthed praise the lord from that need there's always a need like i said about david there was a need yeah and then god put saul there so that saul could you know um um be king of israel over you know, i'm saying be king over israel under the reign of god but you know what happened you know to saul after saul disobeyed god you know 
God, the Bible said the Spirit of God left Saul. So there, there arose another need to to bring another um, um, king because God had rejected Saul. Praise the Lord. So there was a need to bring another king, and that was when you know um, David was anointed. And so part of what I'm going to say is the anointing. But first of all, I want us to realize that the realization of the purpose starts from the birthing of a vision. And the vision is birthed from a need. So it's like there's something, there's an issue, there's a problem, which is the need. Then the vision is birthed. Praise the Lord. And the vision is birthed from there. So, you know, that's the first step. Like I said, it's not just an end result. There's a process. These people who we see and who we admire, they didn't just wake up one morning and decide that, oh, I want to be this or I want to be doing this. There was a process, you know, that they followed there was a process that they followed. Praise the Lord. So the first one, like I said, was the realization of the vision. Even when Nehemiah came, you know, Nehemiah was very, Nehemiah came to rebuild the house of God, that the walls of Jerusalem. When Nehemiah saw a need, a vision was birthed in him. He knew that, no, we have to come back, you know, even from exile, to come and rebuild these walls. He saw a problem. If you read, if you study the characters of the Bible, they don't just do things because, you know, even when Moses, you know, delivered people through the help of God, of course, from the Egyptians, there was a need. He saw that his people were suffering. Praise the Lord. Even when he was in Egypt, before he ran away, he looked, if he, he, he literally, you know, saw how his people were suffering and then he went and attacked um, an Egyptian who was, you know, um, maltreating um, an Israelite. There was a need. He saw that these people are suffering. God doesn't just put vision in hands of people who don't realize it. Like people are just living their life as if nothing really concerns them, you know, my business. It's only me, 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 and me. No. There's someone who is passionate about God there. David, when he killed Goliath, David was, he, what birthed, what was birthed inside of him was passion, zeal. Because he came out and said, no, how can this Philistine, you know, be insulting my God and God's people, making a mockery of them. He, he was, you know, he was passionate about this thing. People who you see in the Bible doing things for God, these guys have, you know, they have this, they, they, they don't just do it, they have a passion. They have seen the need the vision is birthed from a need. A pregnant, you know, person. This person is carrying a vision. Not just selfish people who are living life for them, their family, and all themselves, what they eat today, what they eat. No, people who look at the society and they see a need to make a change. Praise the Lord. And don't go about making the change with their own understanding there are two different types of people who the people who say oh i can do this and i will do so that the praise will be unto them no i'm talking about people who see the need and genuinely know that god can help me do this thing praise the lord okay we've talked about the first point now we're going to go to the second point the vision so like i said the first the first point is the realization the realization like i said it's breathed from a need 
praise the Lord. Then we have the vision. Now the vision must be clear. Hallelujah. Now it must not necessarily be detailed. Like to the last detail. Every single thing about the vision. What you are going to do. The thing you are going to take. Who you are going to meet. How you are going to get funding. Where you are going to be in the next 5 years. Where you are going to be in the next 6 years. Every single detail. No. It does not have to have every single detail. But it must be clear. Hallelujah. It must be clear. You must not be confused about your vision. You have a vision to be, you know, in the medical field to 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 bring people out of um 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 terrible health conditions through the help of God. In the medical field, you have a vision to excel in the law um, um aspects or the legal field you have a vision to excel in tech you have a vision to excel in whatever it is you are doing the vision must be clear you must not be confused about your vision you must have a clear understanding of what god has called you to do now one thing is certain god wants his name to be glorified god wants his name to be glorified but you must have a clear understanding of your part to play. What am I going to do here, Lord? Give me an understanding. Nehemiah knew what his vision was. I keep using Nehemiah because, you know, the very, very, you know, story is a very, very good story we can relate with. Jesus Christ knew what his vision was. He was not confused that he was coming to be here to die for us. He was not confused. John the Baptist was clear about his vision. Praise the Lord. These are guys in the Bible who, you know, who knew what they were sent to do. Jesus came to die for us. Clear vision. He wasn't confused about this is my mission on earth. To preach the gospel, to destroy the works of the enemy, to heal the sick and to die for the sins of my people. Nehemiah, he knew he wanted to rebuild the house of God. Esther had a vision. Hallelujah. This way, guys, Esther did not just stay in the king's palace and fold her. Um, she knew that she was to play a part in, you know, the liberation of her people in a foreign land. Praise the Lord. Your vision must be clear. It must be clear. Now, like I said, it may not be detailed. It may not be detailed to the last detail, but you must know the assignments, the primary assignments. God has sent you to do what? To heal people, to deliver people, to preach his word, to teach, to be a man, to, 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 to do what? It must be clear. It must be clear. Now, I said it must not be detailed here, yeah? but the details can come along the way. First, have a clear vision. Praise the Lord. Have a clear vision. There's a project God has put in your heart to do here. Yeah? There's something that God has put in your heart to do. That's something that is that you are passionate about, that you have the zeal for. You know that I'm supposed to be doing this. You know what I said in my podcast? I had a vision, but I didn't, I didn't know the details. 
even before I started the podcast, I also write books. I also write articles, Christian articles. I also write other articles. I write and I, you know, I do. So I had, so I knew that I was supposed to be, you know, preaching the gospel, saving people, impacting lives. That was my vision. But I didn't have details. I didn't know how I was going to go about it. It was a, it's a funny story because one day I just stepped out of my house and I went to buy stationaries. Basically, I went to buy a book and a, and a barrel. And my sister was asking me, she said, what, what, where did you go? I said, I went to buy a book and barrel. She said, you went to buy stationaries for what? <laughs> she, she didn't really understand. Even me. I, but I knew I had a vision. But I didn't know how I was going to go about it. So I said, okay. I started writing topics down. I said, okay, let me use this. Let me write these topics down. Then later, maybe I would, you know, write articles on them. So my vision was to get this message out to people. Because God was teaching me a lot of things at the time. You know? God was teaching me a lot of things at the time. That I felt like, oh, people should hear this message. People should hear this word but i didn't know the details on how i was going to go about every single thing but as i walked with god god began to reveal to me okay you can do it this way you can do it this way you know all those details can come as you go but your vision must be clear praise the lord another thing which is the third thing is there must be an assessment of your progress. Now, number three is equipment. So, number one is realization of your vision, right? Number two is the vision. The vision must be clear, you know, not necessarily detailed. Number three is equipment, an assessment of how far you've come. Now, remember I said that purpose is not just a destination, it's a process. Many people just see purpose as, oh, I can now say I'm fulfilling purpose when I am out there healing the sick, you know, talking to millions of people, having foundation and different NGOs, doing this and that. All those things are good, but those are the end results. And there's a process. Purpose is a process. You don't just you don't just stumble into purpose. Purpose is a process. Praise the Lord. So we've talked about the you know the realization of the vision, the vision, you know. Now we're talking about equipment. Now I know I said, you know, how I just went, you know, I started, you know, buying stationaries to write topics that I was gonna do. <laughs> I was going to write articles on them and stuff like that. But, you know, it didn't just end there. I had needed to be equipped. I needed to be equipped. Let me give examples in the Bible. Um, Who do I use as an example now? Let me use Jesus Christ. You know, Jesus didn't just stumble into purpose. He didn't just wake up one morning and say, oh, I'm going to die for your sins. No, there was a process. There's three years of learning. At the as at the age of twelve, Jesus was already equipping himself. Bible says he grew, you know, in stature and you know, you know, in favor with God and man, in wisdom and stature. Jesus was growing. Even from 12 years, he was learning the temple. You need equipment. You need to be equipped. How do you get equipped? You get equipped by giving yourself to learning. You get equipped by giving yourself to the process of learning. You need to get equipped. You need to train. You need to practice. You need to train and prepare. You don't stumble into things. Nobody stumbles into purpose. Oh, I'm actually here. Wow. 
no preparation no practice no training no learning nothing whatsoever just enter no nobody does that you don't stumble into change i'm a lawyer now but before i became a lawyer i told you of how i had a vision to study law so oh, i can be a lawyer and i started nurturing it and i didn't even know it was a serious thing i was nurturing throughout my secondary school i was getting more passionate i was getting more passionate as i read my books i didn't just read my book because i wanted to pass exams i read with passion i actually read with passion <laughs> you know as i prepared for the university exams even in the university went to law school i didn't stumble into being a lawyer there were there were stages there was a process Praise the Lord. There was a process. And different people as well in their different fields, in their different careers. And purpose is not about careers, but careers is involved. Careers can be a part of purpose. Praise the Lord. Purpose is not to become a lawyer or a doctor or an accountant or whatnot. Purpose and you know and you know entails all these things. They are inside it. Praise the Lord. So I'm using this as an example. I didn't just stumble into becoming a lawyer. People didn't stumble into being doctors or engineers. There was a process. We had to read time and time again. We had to study materials. We had to read cases. We had to read textbooks. We had to do this. We had to go to class. We had to do assignments. We had to do tests. Even when we did feel like we did, even the same mosquitoes. <laughs> I remember so many times. I was reading all that different. I read with candle. I read with torchlight. I read under the moon. <laughs> okay, that was that's probably exaggeration. But like, you know, it's just to show you how we prepared. We didn't stumble into these things. There was a process. You can't escape process and purpose. So many people are at the process stage, but they are thinking, ah. I'm more achieving. I'm not fulfilling purpose. You are. You are. Purpose is not the destination. My sister, you are fulfilling purpose. You are evolving. Woman evolving to purpose. It's not a day's job. Rome was not built in a day. A house is not built in a day. These guys who you see and you look up to them as your mentors, they had a beginning. They didn't just stumble into where they are. There was a process. Hallelujah. There was a process. There was a process. There was a process. There was a process. These guys were trained. They were built. They were built in prayers. They were built in the word. They were built in, you know, training under someone. They were built in learning. They gave themselves the teachings and learning and bridging and training and unlearning and relearning and different things. Hallelujah. Process. Equipment. That is the time. To equip yourself. God equips you. God equips you. Jesus, he trained himself. You see, he would always go and pray. Ah, God, Jesus Christ the very was a very, very strong man. He's a very strong, you know, person. When I, when I read the story, when I look at the story, and I just, I'm just like, wow. Even the apostles, they give themselves to process. Anybody who you see is great in the Bible, look at that. Look at the person that is stumbling. Even Elisha and Elijah give themselves to process. And that was one of the things that Gehazi didn't do. If Gehazi had sat down and learned the proper way, he wouldn't have had that leprosy that he had. If you know the story of Gehazi and Naaman, I mean, 
yeah yeah Neyman you know he was greedy he didn't give himself to sincere learning he would have learned you can't escape process praise the Lord that's number four Okay, okay. Number three is the equipment. Number four is the process. So equipment, they are all part of the process. Then the last one is the end result. And this is the, the end result is the result people usually see and be like, oh, I want to be like this person. But you don't know what that person has done to be where they are. There's been a lot of sacrifice. There's been a lot of, a lot of things that they have let go. They've had to let go. They've had to do. They've... These are these these are the things we, we don't see. We only see happy marriages on Instagram and we say, Oh, look at these people, very happy. But they are giving themselves to a lot of sacrifices. Sacrifices. They are good marriages though. When we look we say, Ah, we, we, we wonder you guys are fifty years into marriage, forty years, sixty years. How did you guys do it? There's a process. They didn't just stumble into sixty years of good marriage. And I'm not talking of six years of marriage that people have just been bearing and just, you know, bad marriages. No, I'm talking of bad marriages because, you know, there are good marriages. There are good marriages. There are people who are fulfilling purpose, who are excelling in their careers, in their businesses, in their marriages, in their families, in health. I have a podcast on the 360 degrees of purpose. And maybe because I'm just really into this purpose thing. <laughs> I really like I have a lot of topics that I've recorded on purpose. You can go and look them up maybe after this podcast. But I I sincerely believe you can live an all-round beautiful life. And because Jesus did not just die for us to live half life. Like he literally said in his word, I think in John 16:24, he said, He that thought you have act in my name, says ask that your joy may be full. Like I feel like Jesus wouldn't have said that if like it was not possible to have a full joy. Like if it's not possible to have a complete 360 degrees, beautiful life. You can't tell me that, oh, nothing can be perfect about somebody there. You know, is it that you are lacking this or lacking this? No, you can have perfect health, perfect career, perfect marriage. But you can't, I'm not saying perfection according to the world standard. Because when we look at perfection, we say, oh, the person has XYZ amount of money in their bank account. So they have a perfect life because they have XYZ, you know, cars or they have, they ride, they ride so, so and so cars or they do this. No, perfection to the world. And perfection to God, there are two different things. I like to, you know, you know, really, really, you know, expand on this particular, you know, um, 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 point. Perfection to God and perfection to people are two different things. The world standard will always be foolishness to God, and of course, you know, um, um, God standards foolishness to the world. But what I'm trying to say is, I believe that according to God's word, you can have an all-round beautiful life or and perfect life 360 degrees of perfection you know so people look at the end result and they say oh this person has done this this person has done that but you don't know that you that you are in that unit meeting that you are in that fellowship that you're in that you know little um charity organization you are doing your own little thing doing your own thing in the choir in your church doing your own thing in the media in your church doing your own thing in as a sanitation unit member doing your own thing somewhere as long as you are doing something you're just writing your own blog even if it's even if it's bible verses of the day you post like you are doing something 
to the propagation of the vision of the gospel of Jesus Christ. You are in purpose. And we don't look at purpose based on, okay, these are the number of people that we've had impact on. People will impact 5,000. Some people will impact 5 million. But you, even the five that God has sent you to impact, have you impacted them? You're looking for the five million. People get easily deceived with numbers. I think, oh, I'm not doing so much because I'm not doing the numbers that I think I should be doing. But even in the little that God has given you, are you doing purpose? Purpose is not only, you know, come and play when you are giving out something. But all the processes, the training, the sufferings, the sacrifices, the learnings, the teachings, these things people do behind clothes or the prayings, the groanings, the passion, the zeal. Those things, those things are the things that actually matter because they're the things that give you the end result. The passion. The passion. I don't know how you want to do purpose without passion. It's very important. You need to have passion. And passion can't be borrowed. You need to have it inside. You need to be passionate. David was passionate though. He got up and said, Who are you to mock my God? I won't let this happen. He brought stone. He brought the catapult. He did his thing. He was passionate. He was zealous. Passion. It's very important. You need to have that passion inside of you. You need to have that passion. That passion. That vision. You need to see that need and have the vision. I can do this. If I do this and do this, I'll be able to do that. If I do that and I'll be able to do this. All these things are the process to they are the process to get that end result. So don't just look at Instagram and say, Oh, these people are doing beautifully well. And you're looking at it, and what about the process that it came from? What about the passion they had? Do you have that passion? What about the zeal they had? What about the trainings that they gave themselves to? The praying, the studying, the everything, the learning, unlearning, relearning, everything they gave themselves to. What about the stages behind the scenes? All those things are also purpose. So if you are there, my dear, you are doing purpose. I pray that with these few points that I've been able to give by the help of God, that you understand that purpose is not a destination, it's a process. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this podcast. We thank you because it is by your grace and mercy that we are here today. Father, we pray that for everybody who is confused about their vision, as you give them a clear understanding on what you have called them out to do in this life. I pray for everyone who has passion but is looking for resources and equipment. That everything they need to carry out their God-ordained tax that you grant to them. Whether it's finances, whether it's resources, whether it's people, whether it's wisdom. Lord, anything they need to fulfill the destiny that you equip them with them. Lord, we pray that those who are currently in the stage of 
the learning process, the process of equipment, the process of training, and they're already getting tired. The Bible says, don't be weary in good doing. It says, for in due time, you will reap the reward. Father, help them to understand the end result, the reward which they see is not it's not it's not just gonna happen you know just like that and it's gonna take you know a process so the bible says that don't be weary help them to understand that this is not a time for them to be weary father the bible also says that you know um that if we faint not i will reap the reward father give them the strength not to faint give them the strength not to faint those that trust in you will be like Mount Zion that can never be moved. Father, give them the power, the strength to trust in you. Help them to trust in you. Father, help us all to trust in you. Thank you, everlasting King of glory. Let your name be highly exalted. Even as we continue fulfilling purpose, Give us the strength to never get weary. Give us the strength to continue to ride like Mount Zion that will never be moved to run with the vision you have given to us. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. Thank you guys for listening to this podcast. This is the third anniversary. God has been faithful. And I believe that there is more in the future for us to get. If you are not a born-again Christian, hmm. You cannot fulfill God's purpose for you. The first step is to be born again. And I pray that as you come and surrender your life to Jesus Christ, that the Lord will receive you and give you the idea, the vision you need to achieve the goals he has set for you. Thank you guys once again for listening. I remain your host, Ejema Okori. Once again, this is the podcast by Ejema. Have a good day morning, good evening, or good afternoon, wherever you are. God bless.